This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. Learn more about AEM's Farm Bill priorities at AEM.org. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Environmental Protection Agency says it plans to keep a closer eye on Pennsylvania's animal feeding operations. That comes after a settlement filed in federal court today to address lawsuits filed by the Chesapeake Bay Foundation as well as three Bay states and the District of Columbia. The matter of achieving pollution reduction goals for the Bay has been an ongoing dispute with Pennsylvania, Maryland, Delaware, Virginia, and D.C. Pennsylvania plans have come short of EPA scrutiny in recent years, leading to action in the settlements to begin monitoring facilities in York and Lancaster counties and possibly expanding that oversight to five others next year. A spokesperson for Pennsylvania Farm Bureau says the group is reviewing the proposed settlement and plans to comment on the subject during the allotted 30-day period. Steve Davies has more in his story on agripulse.com. The Food and Drug Administration is giving interested parties more time to comment on their plan to allow plant-based milk alternatives to use traditional dairy nomenclature but suggest voluntary nutrition disclosure statements. That draft guidance would identify how a container could identify its contents as almond milk but say something such as contains lower amounts of vitamin D and calcium than milk. The comment period will now run through a time FDA will determine once it officially publishes in the Federal Register. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack is overseas this week, and U.S. farm groups are keeping a close eye on his trip's results. AgriPulse's Lydia Johnson has more. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack is meeting with leaders in Vietnam and Japan this week about trade and food security before attending the G7 Agriculture Minister's meeting this weekend. Japan has been a major market for U.S. agricultural exports, and Carrie Sifferath with the U.S. Grains Council says Japan is poised to become a larger importer of U.S. ethanol. Back in early August, they announced their new uh, five-year energy plan that included expanding uh, or allowing U.S. ethanol to be 100% of that market share. If I go back four years, U.S. ethanol couldn't be couldn't make any part of that. Uh, we worked and firstly got it to about 40%, um, then adjusted to U.S. ethanol could be 66%, and now with this recent announcement in early April, it's at 100%. The U.S. Grains Council also sees India as continuing to be one of the top export markets for U.S. ethanol, with the country's proposed mandate of E20 by 2025. For AgriPulse, I'm Lydia Johnson. Finally today, rural lenders are looking to the farm bills for some program flexibility. AgriPulse's Hannah Pegel has the story. Farm Credit is looking to the farm bill to help boost investments in rural America. Skylar Souter is the vice president of government affairs for the Farm Credit Council. She says Farm Credit is interested in rural development, particularly rural facilities. In rural America, critical facilities like rural hospitals or critical care clinics, nursing homes, daycares, fire stations, uh, rural communities are in desperate need of these. We're looking in the Farm Bill to provide a way to make it a little bit easier for farm credit institutions to invest in these facilities, whether that's um, in the build-out or in the renovation of them, but to really bring everybody to the table to work hand-in-hand with community banks and credit unions, as well as USDA through their uh, guaranteed loan program and the community facilities program. Souter says farm credit has a limited ability to invest in rural facilities. A loan for, for buying a piece of farmland is a little bit different than financing a rural hospital. So a way that our institutions can have the certainty to invest in that you know, human capital to 
continue to, to work with community banks and credit unions to do this. We can do it in a limited fashion right now, um, but we really just think that with a little bit more certainty, it can be more widespread and we can do it uh, you know, across the country and in more rural communities. For AgriPulse, I'm Hannah Pagel. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. The Association of Equipment Manufacturers brings ag equipment and technology manufacturers together to help producers use precision agriculture to produce more with less. We're calling on Congress to include incentives for the adoption of precision ag technologies in the 2023 Farm Bill. Learn more about our efforts at AEM.org. Again, that's AEM.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.